0: It was as if he kicked about three pounds of haggis that time because it hardly got off the ground. Three pounds of haggis, 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 three pounds of haggis haggis because it hardly got off the ground.
1: Kia good anovin from today Radio Studio 4 in Kirschberg, the headquarters of Let's Talk Sports Show number 128 tonight, Sunday, 10th of September. We have you just been watching that um that rugby there, Scott, I think it's still live. It's, well, the second half would have kicked in now, Scotland versus South Africa. Yeah, 6-0 uh 6, nil quite six quite 3 6-3 at half time. So uh yeah, well obviously I will have that on in the in the background. I will uh, keep the listeners engaged who are, who are watching live. Um, 128, seeing 128 often indicates that it's time for you to refocus on your life and your goals. This is a signal to take the time you need to reset and realign with what matters most of in your life. Thank you very much for finding that tonight, today, Scott. Absolute beauty. Was that one of the angelical the angelical numbers that you find? Is I wouldn't know about
2: is? angelical, but it's certainly... Uh certainly had a nice ring to it when we uh We, 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 we did
1: dig it out on, on, on 128. Wait a
2: second, I'm playing around with the buttons. You're playing around with that now. Yeah, yeah, I love when you get a little excited, bit trigger mate. happy
1: and doing all these uh, fancy things. Um, tonight we've got guest Gavin Love. Now, Gav's been with us a few times. Welcome in, Gav.
3: How's it going, guys? All right? Good to be back.
1: Yeah, good. Now that ten-minute chat we've had just pre-show was absolutely blinding. I hope we can uh, take, yeah, you, take we off should, from there. I wish we
2: you'd been not, in. We're not replicating that. It <laughs> was, <that laughs> was top <laughs> shelf. <laughs> <wasn't> <laughs> it? Yeah, it was class. A um, lot of home truths spoken there, Gavin. <laughs> it's we'll, ob- uh,
1: obviously, he's just come off the off the. Uh, I was going to say off the park, but off the off the court
2: um we'll uh, obviously we got you in because we want to hear about the World Cup, which culminated today with uh, Germany obviously uh, winning over Serbia. So it'll be interesting to get your uh, your fifty cents on that. Um, as always, uh, you can get in comms with the show six two one five two five thousand to start things out tonight. We've obviously got Gavin on. We will talk about the Rugby World Cup, which kicked off this weekend. Couple of Hum as they say, Nathan. Uh, certainly uh, to um, to start things off and go the Kiwis first up, but we'll talk about that. We've obviously got the other um the other results that were yeah, some uh, big, going big big on scores in Got
1: some big scores in and um, Gav yeah.
2: don't want to don't want to leave you in the in the lurch straight away. But um tell us what you've been up to today, then, because I mean we were um and hour in about whether we were going to get you on originally, and now you are telling us that they've. But because uh, Germany playing in the World Cup final, and they wanted to uh, to get you on.
3: Yeah, well, we play we, it's pre season, so we had a couple of games this weekend by Leverkusen and Bash and those teams were really enthusiastic about watching the World Cup. Obviously, being from Germany, so we had to change the game today, and it was great. Everybody watched it, you know, at, at our home place at Saleran, and uh, yeah, it was great. It was a great game for Germany, Serbia. Everybody enjoyed it, and obviously, uh, uh, all the fans at our place were Germans, so it was it was a good event. Yeah,
1: if you had to pre game, if you had to put your money. With were you, were you, were on, on with you, with your head, who do you think would have won that?
3: I, do you know what? Both teams were playing great basketball. Yep. I mean, Serbia—they were without the best player in the world, which is Djokic, yeah, the MVP of the NBA. They were without him. To, what, so, what, what for? What reason was he out? I think he was just tired. They won the <laughs> they, they, he was MVP of the finals, and they won the NBA championship with Denver. So he was just I think he just wanted a summer off, and they still got to the finals without him. So they did an amazing job. Uh, but Germany, I mean, I think that's their first time. In history, into a cup final to win it they did an amazing job to be fair I mean they beat the Je- they beat the Americans in the semi-finals
1: yeah certainly no. a great summer because also Dirk Nowotski got into the Hall of Fame this yeah. summer as well yeah. didn't they I mean, so deserved, um, yeah Dirk one of the best Europeans ever to, ever to play the play game. game
2: when you it's interesting when you even talking about basketball because you're talking about contrasting styles aren't you so what, are you, what exactly are you, are you sort of alluding to there when you're talking about the styles of basketball I mean uh, yeah, do you just throw the long ball and get no. it to a big tall <laughs> player so he can dunk it? You know, <laughs> like
3: in the football. I think, I think the 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 world have really caught up with the states. You know, nobody talks about America, <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's more fun. The European game is more fundamentally sound. It's certainly more entertaining to watch. I believe it's it's uh, more of a team game more than an isolation one on one game. Like the the NBA game is tailored to you know razzmatazz one on one, whereas the the European game is more of a team game. It's the NBA obviously has got the amazing athletes. But um, it, the rest of the world certainly caught up um, levels-wise. I mean, the last five MVPs of the NBA have been European um, uh, or non-American, even. And uh, yeah, I, I love to watch the game. The World Cup games were fantastic, and it was a pleasure to watch. Far better it's than in the India. Philippines, wasn't it? It was in. I think it was in the Philippines and Japan. I think, if, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, yeah, it was great, man. I wish I was there myself. We could have taken the show on the road. Yeah, yeah we, we could. could. <laughs> yeah, we could. See, I told you it'd be worth thanks, you coming in you know? making a bit Just, of noise just on out there. of
2: curiosity, would you would you consider yourself a bit of a tech savvy person? Absolutely not. I think okay, because so here's a scenario for you. Right, you go in, and what you want to work isn't working. So, what's the first thing you're going to check?
1: Um, if your microphone is plugged in, or yeah. or if okay. it's turned on.
2: Oh yeah, if it's turned on. So you know that little volume thing which has the little plus thing. Next time, turn that. Don't look at me panicking because okay. you can't <laughs> hear out your headphones, <laughs> mate. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey,
3: this is not my show, right? <laughs> 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 mate, your
1: job's you're, you're, to touch buttons. I'm a guest, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're a, <laughs> like a man like
3: you. What
2: are you talking? You're past. You're beyond guest now, mate. You're running at me really panicking. I'm pressing all these buttons, so if it sounds uh, uh, rubbish at the start. Okay. It's because we were all we so were yeah, panicking.
1: I'm um, staying on the basketball, mate. This was a this was a preseason
3: game today. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good it was okay you know we're slowly getting there we, we have a, a different team you know we've added a couple of young guys which is great for our team because we are a uh, I would say more mature team and we're slightly ageing uh, so that's great School boys? Uh, eight, one 18 year old one one university student like 23 cool. years old uh, who's returned to the team and we've added two new import players so that's four players to a squad of 12 so we are, we're a little bit different but we're working on it and uh, we have a couple of what, one more week until the season starts So Who does that start
2: again? Who's your first game?
3: Well, we have the Super Cup, um, which is kind of the winners of the Cup versus the winners of the Championship. They do that in, volley- in volleyball, yeah. they have so that. You're so playing,
2: you're playing Ash again, is it?
3: Yeah, we're playing Ash, right? So, oh, cool. Yeah, we play them again. So, you what, know... What date's that, Kev? I could put that on the uh, It's not this weekend, it's next Sunday. So I don't know what date that is. But it's one of those ones where it's a Cup, so I'd certainly want to win it on my resume. But you never know whether people take it... Is it that important? I'm, I'm not quite
1: sure. Yeah, do you put yeah. it as, a, as like a... Pre season. No, or... on my C V for sure. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Currently searching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Job job finder. Yeah. Oh, very good, very good. I mean, um as as we talked, it will not chuck you completely under the bus with what okay. we were talking about earlier on, but you you obviously been sat doing a uh doing a bit of recruitment. I was lucky enough to be around at a barbecue at Gav's um the
3: uh, the other day and in between invite, in between yeah, yeah it, was, it was it was just impromptu he turned yeah. up he wasn't <laughs> <really laughs> invited
0: I just heard this racket in this English accent in this big house in Conter tell you what mate you must
2: be doing well living in that house in Conter mate stop but uh, well, you've thrown me off what I was going to say there um but yes yeah, so I've gone around Gav's doing a well as he says his work he's watching a few highlight videos what, what which do, what, is basically what, 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 basically watching highlights of them players and then after that video finishes he shows me this one where he does this ridiculous three point shot I must have watched that about 15 oh, times oh, it's class me, mate Again to I'm show you it getting to show either. you unreal mate you million, hey, he doesn't even cheer he just gives it all day 2 million
1: hits I've got yeah. <laughs> but not one penny in my bank account <laughs> what, um, what what he what cook for you on the barbie mate Oh, sorts what, of what things get,
3: all sorts a bit of, of a yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not being funny I've, I'm pretty good now you're
2: pretty good I'm pretty good I do
3: a great burger
2: you know Gav, you know you're talking about putting stuff on your CV. Cracking host, mate. You should put that on your CV, bud.
1: Yeah, but he's, he's, I mean, did you go over and even flick like, his TV he and rugby right on? even
2: gave me some of his special check beer, you know. <laughs>
1: Ooh, a beer. He only had six was, cans it, of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was, that's, a, that's, a, that's the quickest way to get him home. <laughs> yeah. Give him a beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Karen's just going, hey, why
2: is Scott Karen. still here? Is he going <laughs> to. The birthday finished at two o'clock? It's half five <laughs> now. What's going on?
3: You just turn the lights out, you know. But
2: uh, as I said, we're—I uh, guess the, the the way we always start things off here is uh, sport and the um, and the history of the world today and an interesting one. 1989, five days after hitting a home run for the Yankees. Um, NFL player Deion Sanders then ran a, uh, a punt return for 68 yards. Uh, you, you'll, you'll never hear that happening anymore. You won't hear a guy's d- tossing doing, doing Doing two sports. sports and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Here's a bit of a rogue one. 1972. I like okay. the story. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, because obviously we, we just come out of facts, but this one's got a bit, a bit of a story to it. So 1972, West Germany beat Pakistan 1-0 to become the first European nation since 1920 to win the field hockey Olympic title. Obviously, the Indians and the Pakistanis dominated it. this was, however, marred by disgraceful behaviour of Pakistani players, fans, and officials. So, after the losing the uh, the final in Munich, and also during the last ten minutes of the uh, of the gold medal match, the umpires had to stop play twice because the Pakistanis fans were all. Uh, invading the pitch and wouldn't be removed and obviously going at the referees and stuff. Um, And then obviously the players were constantly going at the officials and the umpires throughout. At the final whistle, the fans and officials invaded the pitch and began assaulting the police who were there to calm things down and stadium security before storming the tournament officials' table. And uh, they actually threw a giant bucket of water over their head of the hockey federation, the International Hockey Federation, a guy called Rene Frank, um, and then the players all stormed into locking locker rooms and began to destroy all the changing rooms as well. Um, at the medal ceremony, they refused to wear their silver medal um, or face the uh, West German flag as it was raised, um, and they turned their back as well when it was being uh, when it was being played. The eleven players were banned for life from their national team, but after a high level apology, the ban was reduced to two years, and eight of them. Ended up playing at the 1976 Olympics.
1: That's mental, yeah, it, isn't cr- it? It's crazy. Isn't it? I think it's crazy at, um at, you know, they said sorry, so get, we reduced, so we reduced we, the we, bed.
2: I we want to tell us, I want you to tell the, um, tell the listeners what happened at the end of your match with the, uh, with the coach today, like. Um, no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with me, just something that was mentioned. Uh, uh, somebody, oh, I can't even go into it. it was Why really, oh not? It's really not huge. Just chuck him under the bus, mate. I, I think today... Uh, there was I think a coach must have got slightly frustrated with an official and then uh, didn't want his team to shake hands and things like that but you know sometimes people get have these emotions and whatnot. but I think uh,
1: that's a pretty high level emotion for a preseason game mate it, it, it is but you know I,
3: I don't want to delve into it too much I'm sure you know Maybe he was having a bad day or something, but I think that you know when you're coaching, you have the you do have these emotions, and you know I've I've in the past I've you lost this, it, you kept yeah, throwing I mean, the throwing I, the have definitely lost it at times. But I think the more you coach and the longer you've been in the game, you you do say things, but you have to keep it professional. And I I, I think that if you have a level a level demeanor, I think that passes on to the players as well. I think if you lose your cool, they become frustrated as well. And they well,
2: they think know. it's okay to do yeah, that. Yeah, and they're well, out of
3: control they? as well. So I, I think for, for me personally, I've seen a couple of things. There was a couple of years ago that one president, i uh, we'll um, go unnamed, advised these youth players not to shake hands with the, the opposite team. And I was really, yeah, I think things like that are just outrageous. Have you, know,
1: you ever kissed an official?
3: Have I kissed an official?
1: Yeah, or a player? No, oh my god, are we going to get into that? We've got to. He's like, I mean, that, <laughs> well, it's just yeah, out oh, it's, there. It's one of our, are your socks up, yeah. Dot socks down, or oh, any have a kiss of an official. I mean, I mean it's just
3: no, I or a player. No, but but hang on, the Italian basketball coach, who's one of the most famous guys right now, he's doing an amazing job with their team because they're not super famous for, for, for basketball on the national level at Italy. He kisses his players, his own players. You know, but they're well. No, so the French, the Spanish, the Spanish. He kisses his
1: own players, and they don't seem to have a problem. What about Bumteb? Yeah, yeah look are you? Maradona. Are you a that, bum you? tapper when you when you when you when no, you, like like your leg goes out? The... You look not... like
2: a squeezer, Nathan. two hands as well.
1: I'm a high fiver i I'm a high-fiver, high-fiver, but,
2: yeah. but like you look
3: at Maradona when uh, when he was coaching stuff, he used to do all that. And you know, I mean, I, I guess different times. I don't know. I mean, it,
1: it's it's difficult. I think given the situation, given the, 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 the place that we're in right now, there's appropriate and there's not a not. I think you just. I think you've just got to stay away from pretty much everything, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah but but what do you think about it though he was in front of like billions of people and and they
1: just won the World Cup Oh, I, you know? I, can, I can understand his, yeah. I, his passion. Yeah. If he I mean, knew her, if he was a uh, family member or it was his... Well, kissing on the lips is a bit weird. Yeah, it was a bit weird. Yeah, it was I mean, a bit, we- it it was a bit weird. A bit it weird.
3: was a bit weird. But I think I think, just for that situation, I don't know what he's done. Pre- Maybe he's got previous things where he's done things inappropriately. For that situation, if he, we don't know. Did he know her very well? Well, or? he did
1: grab his bollocks up on the stage while he's standing to, you know, a few seats from the Queen as well. Oh, I did not know Yeah, no, that. no. Gave, gave, gave himself a good old... Uh, oh, well, that... So that's, yes.
3: So he put them together. Okay. All right. That makes it a little bit a little bit different. I always like to give people the benefit of the doubt, but yeah, that that's not good. Yeah, <laughs> that's not good at all. Yeah, yeah, uh, not cool. Very, no. in,
2: very interesting ones. You talk about. I mean, I was going to say it before you brought up that one, but arguing with the referees and stuff like that. I think as you get older, you get a bit more wiser, and yeah. ultimately, what you have to remember is, mate, these refs will talk. Yeah. Um, and if you if you go mental at a referee, you can be sure as hell how you get on. Oh, mate, you know that fella
3: up in. Ettlebrook or whatever. And they're yeah, and they're primed, right? They're primed for the next game. They yep. go into that game with yep. something here yep. and they're ready. And yeah, yeah. and also, you have to remember, officials in any sport, man, it's a hard job, man. Some do it better than others, but it's a hard job because every time you blow that whistle make a decision,
1: somebody thinks they're wrong.
2: Yeah. Mm. It's all, it's all oh, I
1: to get Mick in here as well. Mick you here would be great. We, he does a bit of refereeing. In fact, yeah. he refereed the, the cup final. Mikhail Wendjofsky? Uh, Mikhail. Well, I... I I was talking to a go referee, it might be him
3: today, and he he was really into it. I loved t- talking to officials that continue to... Lithu- ex- Lithuanian? Yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah that's, um, I was talking uh, to him What today. would you, what you, you just say? he oh, very, very enthusiastic. Very, very, enthusiastic. very, very, very enthusiastic.
3: Oh, mate. He, he, <laughs> he, lo- he loves it. And you know what? <laughs> More than anyone. Yeah, he's, and, and he's continuously, which I love, he's continuously trying to expand his, his horizons and getting better at what he does. Like, Coaches do and players do, and that's really important that we see the officials trying to get better. Like well, we're trying to get better, and uh, yeah, it's great. I mean, today he actually came to me because we had a preseason game the other week, and this is to his credit. And I said, it's fine, but that that was a goal tent. That was a goal tent." And he was like, "No, no, no." I was like, "Well, it was, but no problem. Preseason, all good." <laughs> you know, that, that, what, what did you say? Me, what was the term you said? Goal tent. What does that mean? Basically, when the ball hits the... There's many different ways to goaltend it, right? But the ball had hit the backboard and then the player blocked it after it hit the backboard, which you can't do. And he saw it in a different way. But today, to his credit, he did come up and say... um, yeah, you are right on that one. And I really appreciate that because referees are going to be wrong, just like I'm going to be wrong, just like players are going to miss shots. It, it, it all happens. But when you get officials like that, it's 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 refreshing and, uh, yeah, it's great. And And it's communication is the key.
1: It's both ways, though, yeah, right? Because when, when he has a good game, mm. it's good that he gets a bum tap as well yeah. because oh, yeah. you don't want to be bum tapping him. He's got no, a solid punch go, no, on but He's but got I'm a solid... Gonna, ball, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But
3: the worst thing with officials is when yeah, they take things personally or they're sensitive. That's yeah. a nice... <laughs> Nightmare, but um, you know, we don't run into that too often, thank goodness.
2: Yeah, Yeah. but it's interesting you say about uh, when you talk to officials um, because when an official makes a mistake, everyone's very, you know, especially at the top level, everyone tucks into them about that sort of thing. I remember playing with a bloke, uh, I can't remember if I said this before, but a guy called Dave Grassoff, who was a premiership referee in rugby Mm. and had retired and would basically be if we had big games or if there were any big school matches on he'd be he'd be drafted in to call it played a game where we were um attacking them we knocked the ball on so they had a five meter scrum now they passed the ball back over the try line um and we charged the kick down so the ball's gone dead and he's given a 22 dropout which is wrong it should be a five meter scrum because they've carried the ball over the line so I remember going is that not our scrum sir and he was like nope and then on we went and then literally five minutes later he came up and he just went yeah you were right on that one my bad yeah. and then we just got on with it and that was the end of it it was like you know it didn't oh, it was, you know you, that, you're human you? and you're like oh yeah fair enough yeah. and also whenever you have it's funny when you have a referee before a game if if a referee comes into the changing room for a rugby match and is very picky about lots of things you're like this guy's gonna be an arsehole <laughs> If the ref would walk in and just go, yeah, here, was the front row? Crouch bind, set, that's my timing. Nine, just take your taps in front of me, the rest of you, just listen to me, listen and talk through the captain. Bang, out you go. They'll be like, all right, happy mm-hmm. days. Whereas I think as soon as you start doing, Hmm. yeah, it needs to be done like this, it needs to be done like this. The players are so knowledgeable, they know all the rules, do you know right. what I mean? Yeah, sure, They know sure. All the rules. It's
1: going to be a good sport to be a, to be a referee as well because it's one of those things who, you know, we, t- we look at the football pitch and it was like, well, who wants to be goalie? You know, normally, yeah, but then, yeah. well, who wants to be referee? Oof. Yeah, there's not many hands go- no. going up. So some yeah. when we get these special ref- referees that are yeah. good, that are passionate, like Mikhail, who's yeah. you know, continuing to try and get better, I think we've got to, we've got to acknowledge it.
3: At 100%. And also, because there's not a a huge number of people that want to go into a fishing. I think you have a great opportunity if you really dedicate yourself to it to go to a high level. To a high level. Mm-hmm. You, you really do. So, you know, it's good. And obviously, there's so many games in Luxembourg. You can. Uh Get paid as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can do <laughs> can three. Listen.
3: There's such a short distance between games. You probably do yeah. three in a game. Yeah, they're not sure getting
1: they. the old checkbook out to pay pay for some of the athletes. No. No. I think I, th- I think they pay people in weeks here. Yeah, yeah. There's a, few, <laughs> there's, a, there's a few going around. We've got the current life score, uh, Russia, uh, Russia, South Africa versus Scotland, 18, 18, 18 three. Sixty four minutes Sixty four minutes gone is uh, coming up on your uh, little ticker on Google yeah, there. have got that
2: there, mate. I've got that there. Um right, let's let's get into the Rugby World Cup stuff here and then we'll come back to the basketball and Second, um, obviously, starting things off, I see you've changed the format of all my results, Nathan. Thanks for that. At least you're doing something today.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, have you got that piece of paper there from Wednesday?
2: Uh, not in front of me, but I know the
1: one you're talking about. Okay. will
2: I'll, uh, I'll old uh, Oh, you post the results and how far so, off we were. Well, actually, I won the first game because I said uh, France were going to be. Yeah. Easy.
1: What did James say? I think James said. Oh, James
2: put New Zealand thirty-three thirty. I remember that but yeah obviously France beat New Zealand what were your thoughts Nathan on yeah that? good
1: it was a, a, a good game considering uh considering the situation there was a lot of pressure on that on, on that first match I mean the, on the both uh, teams on, on, yeah. both sides on the on the crowd even though it was a game where it wouldn't really decide too much to be honest with you we you know we, but no fair play to France I thought they were uh they, they, they were a bit uh, a better side I I did ask. I asked James and yourself the question. I, I just still don't quite understand the amount of box kicking that we, we we're yeah. getting on. I still think that we there's other ways to uh, to break defence. Um, in rugby but what do I do I'm a, I'm a squash player not a rugby player we're just seeing it all the time and every time the ball goes up in the air you're almost waiting for it to come down it's going to be fumbling bumbling well it's, it's risk
2: getting... it's, it's adverse risk isn't it it's trying to remove that risk so from that a lot spectator... basketball, Gav, where you've got is there a style of basketball that's low risk you know and, and one that might be more high risk
3: yeah I, I think so but I'm no I would say like what, how they play in the NBA is low risk it's just one on one there's less chance of turnovers, less chance of mistakes because the ball doesn't move, but it's really boring. <laughs> you know, yeah. I like to make sure that everybody on the team touches the ball and 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 everybody's involved,
1: and it's good to watch. I you mean, you, you, using the width of the court? using the no, width no, of the court, making sure the ball moves moves again. Okay. You know, everybody on the court a touches ball, the ball.
3: ball always yep. moves faster Yeah, yep. yep, Of it? course, but you can uh, if you have elite players, it's probably safer. Like maybe at the end of the game, you keep it in one person saying you don't run so much sets to passing the ball, and then it's just like one on one to win the game or something.
1: Now your mate Oshi, he was he watched an NBA game as soon as he got over because he left early in the year, didn't he to oh, go.
2: I thought I was actually about to say this. He went over to watch the Brooklyn Nets, Nets and yeah. he said, "Mate, he's like you know, because we don't watch basketball, so we watch the highlights at mm. YouTube. And he's like, bro, these guys miss all the time. You know?
3: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. most players shoot 50, 50%. A good player shoots 50%. So they do miss half the time. Yeah. Yeah. Even the free throws sometimes they miss them. They they do, but I mean, a good three throw shoot is like
2: 80%. On the subject of free throws, yeah. have you seen this thing in Korea at the moment? What? And they're shooting. They basically have bumped up their percentages because they're hitting it off the backboard. Have you not seen this?
3: Oh, that's, that's that's not that's not the way to go, man. That's not the way to. Have you seen the robot though that they've got that can shoot three-point shots? I think it's a Japanese robot. Have you not seen that? Oh, wow mate I'm telling you amazing did you, did you
1: sign him up for Edelbrook <laughs> ready to go yeah, ready to go You might be a little bit expensive ones, yeah. yeah yeah
2: yeah. Yeah, well you can play you and, probably, and coach kids probably, on the can't weekends you can nice well. or anything yeah, like no,
0: that no 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 you can't but, but yeah,
2: um, I mean. is that is that are they always because everyone talks about how you know the Jackie Moon the, uh, that the uh, the underarm shot. You that, know. That,
3: for, yeah, the, I can't remember what they call it now, Fosby throw so I can't remember. The Fosby frop you're no, thinking a high fos- jump yeah, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember, but there still are players <clears throat> that, that shoot like that and because they're not effective at shooting it the, the correct way, so to speak. But the aesthetically pleasing way, isn't it? Yeah, that's for sure. That's what we used to shoot the ball from distance like two hands and stuff, and there's different ways, but now it's kind of I mean of does weird. it
2: matter if it goes in?
3: No, no, I don't care. As long as the ball goes in, I'm all good, you know. It's, but some shots, like you said, are
1: pleasing than others, for sure. Very, yeah. Uh, Can we come back to the rugby? Yeah. France, 27, New Zealand, 13. What was your thoughts of the game?
2: Uh, yeah, two very nervous, very nervous teams, both feeling the pressure. Um, I'd say New Zealand played more, uh, but that was to their detriment. France kicked a lot more and and stayed in stayed in 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 front. And then I got thought they
1: did really well in that last quarter, man. To ca- let, n- not let New Zealand come out of oh, come mate, out of the half. But, I thought they, they did that really well. Yeah, but they well. didn't
2: play. They played in the right parts so of the pitch. Mate, was boring. Right. But they didn't. Anytime they got the ball in their own half, they just hoik it in the air, chase well. And then that last try we scored. That's what happens when you can play. The trouble is, you know, your defense has to be spot on because that Kiwi team will tear you apart. But like when you're you know, 30 seconds in and Ioane busts through and then they score.
1: That was, that, I, mean, no, I think that was why we've got a, a winger as a centre. Mate, the best, the, the
2: best one for me was when they... So, Gav, just to um enlighten you a little bit about rugby. It's obviously, you've got the set piece, you've got the line out. So they go off the top, they go for a... I think they go for a four-man or it might even be a five-man. So that's where you can take guys out of the line out and put them into the, into the back play. And they take the two two of the blokes in and there's a guy called Adi Savay who's the captain and he was probably their best, he's one of their best players, he's class like, and he gets the ball and normally you go off the short line out and these boys smash into the midfield and get you over the game line and stuff. Gets the ball, all the French boys zooming in him, what does he do? Chips over the top. Absolutely class. Like it's, yeah, very- they, They're very... Very, uh, they, they've a they were just pushing
1: the defence back a little bit for the rest of the game. Was that why they why did that so early?
2: No, not at all. It no. was just one of those ones where, like, well, surveyor's going to hit the shortened line out up here, so we'll, we'll double or triple up on him. That'd be Joe Schmidt written all over that. And he's like, Yeah, yeah once you've carried a couple of times, chuck in this chip because they'll all jam on you again. Bang, score off it, you know. Uh, so but yeah, you can't complain. I thought France were. You know, it was a very very pragmatic way of playing, low risk, but the ball was really greasy. Those balls seem heavier. They seem like they fly a lot further, unless everyone's been in the gym big time and is kicking the ball miles at the well, moment. Well, come
1: on to a bit, but you could also argue that there's quite a few handling errors on on, on Argentina's behalf. Argentina. Like a, well,
2: r- I think r- it's r- one r- of those things... where is, it, is, it, is it the late game? We'll get into that quickly, but uh, obviously Italy beat Namibia 52-8, Ireland humped Romania 82-8. All expected Australia, results, and boy Australia was it beat hot. beat Georgia, yeah, super hot. England turned up and beat Argentina, which is... Um, from from a form point of view, is ridiculous because England are very much out of the picture at the moment. They've been playing crap in the warm up games. I wrote them off. I didn't think they would beat Argentina. Right. Argentina are a team that could beat anybody in the world, um, and they're but they're very good. You know, they stick, were stick. Th- but you say Did England make them
1: play like that. That's
2: what that's what I'm, I'm going to say. Doing. Everyone's like, oh, Argentina played really badly, but. Very rarely do professionals turn up and play badly off their own accord. Like, it's what the defence is doing, ultimately, mm. isn't sure. it? Because, um, like, you watch it, and there's there's a lot of good stuff the Argies too. I think is the one where they turned over, your man, they do the 50-22 kick. Um, England's captain is serving a ban at the moment. They had a bloke sent off after two minutes. Uh, Tom Curry. Do you know what the worst thing about it was? Japan playing Chile, exactly the same thing, exactly the same thing happens. Guy doesn't get red carded; it gets yellow carded. So there'll be there'll be uproar about it in the in the
3: press tomorrow That's about the lack we're talking of consistency. About today, we were consistency both yep. ends. That's the but, most important.
1: Uh, thing. Clive Woodward made a good um, point after the game, and he said they're doing they they want to try and to stop it because they want to stop the head collisions, right? Because these guys are going at it so hard that naturally with that force, their heads are going to bang bang into each other. But they said, well, what do you do if the tackler dips? He's going to ha- he's having to put his head. First, anyway, into arguably an elbow or a knee, yeah. <clears> which you know, like so. What so what do you it'll go, what do? You it'll do? go.
2: It'll go full circle. They'll watch. They'll watch it. And I think, p- for me personally, I think that was more just of a rugby incident. You know, where they've ended up clashing, clashing heads, and it's you know, you don't wish it on anybody, but it's it, it happens in rugby. It's not it's not deliberate or anything like that. But yeah, they had the, the your man got sent off, but they have this thing called the bunker now. So like, if you get yellow carded, they have eight minutes to Decide whether they upgrade it to a red card. So what they'll do now is yellow card and get them off. So like a sin to, sin bin. Yeah, so they have to yeah. send send them off for ten minutes, and then during the the eight minutes before, well, it's normally ten minutes, but obviously they want to make the decision before the card has has finished. They're off for ten minutes. Yeah, for isn't for that the a massive card. disadvantage? You would you on paper you would say yes, but I have to you know playing seventy eight minutes. We had 14 players, England were a much better team and they had uh, the young lad, well, not the young lad, experienced guy, Ford, who had a field day kicked yeah. 27 points and stuff I got that, he just,
1: he, but I think that management of George Ford I thought was super I really you know like right, they watch work, you they work, work.
2: well I watched him Wilkinson yeah. back in the they day
1: were, they, he wasn't going to they, they knew they, they wouldn't would have scored a trial they didn't score a trial well, game he, but he knew that so he went over and just put three yeah. and then he did it again and the, so they they accumulated this that, point they like, pressure they were,
2: right? they were very much like watching France play they were very pragmatic yes they kicked yeah. a lot but they kicked in their own half so you kick from your own half you chase well and then if we get the ball if we go off set piece yeah we'll have a crack you know the couple of times of shape started to come to come and attack and but again it was in the right it's in the right part of the pitch and it's rugby's becomes they've become teams are very very good defensively so very difficult to break down so why are we going to try and break a team down from 70 meters out when we can kick the ball and make them try and do it so it's, it's 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 interesting but yeah I think it's good for well, it's good for it, but again, it's the way the the the, uh, the draw has has uh, has come about is you've got the four best teams in the world are all in the same half of the draw, so only two of
3: them will make the semi final. Is, is it not? Um, uh, is it not? Uh, what's the word? Is it not seeded? Yes, but yeah, it's done, it is. It's done three years, three in years in advance. What? Yeah. <laughs> three years ago, you can have a different team in three years.
1: Yeah, no, very much.
3: Yeah, still
2: eighteen, three, two, Scotland so- here. Seventy-five minutes gone, um, but yeah, the other, you know. It, it sort of kicks on now because when we finish here, actually Wales are playing Fiji, which will be a big game. Not on yeah. paper, traditionally you would have said Wales would have been uh, would have would have they been looked to look to about, get to quarters or semis. Yeah, Wales, wouldn't yeah, been absolutely. Used. But now you know Fiji turned out Fiji beat England
3: two weeks ago. It's amazing how these smaller countries can like become well, so good well, at.
1: Well, actually, run. look at look at Chile. Yeah. you wouldn't have put them, and they turned over Canada and USA. Yeah. We've got both. Well, got, but but like, what you, but what you USA have to
2: remember, good. and what what makes me laugh when people talk about this is. You know, you, use the Americans as the example in basketball, okay? They had an infrastructure that was in place. So what you can do is you can go and copy that infrastructure and that is going to get your players to a better level. And then what you do from there is you start to tweak it. You start to tailor it to your identity. Yeah. That's what the All Blacks, that's what's happened with the All Blacks. The All Blacks, up until, I would argue, 2015, were untouchable. Okay, just in terms of they went into this whole... They went deeper into the whole subject about their whole identity, about the Maori culture and all this sort of stuff, and that was all a big part of it. And
3: do they develop at grassroots? Is that where they... They, how they oh yeah absolutely that's everyone grows you know, up wanting yeah. to be an
2: all black that's how yeah, it is yeah, yeah,
3: you know and you've only what what's
2: the population in new zealand 5 yeah five wow. million i mean so the,
3: the americans lost they lost today to canada they lost to uh, germany but they lost to lithuania lithuania have two million people and what's america 300 million but but also what you have to remember about that million. it's, it's that is the amazing same, right? it's the
2: same when the football world cup's on is it a big deal is it a big deal to play for america Well, no, it isn't because the NBA is above it. But whereas you look at these guys who are playing from these Eastern European countries, and as horrible as this sounds, that's their ticket, mate. You go well, you go well in a world championships, get to a semi, get to a final. You're telling me that all those Germans haven't got boys knocking on the door now about going and playing in the bigger leagues and stuff like that. Yeah,
3: but most of them do already they do play in the nba like they're three yeah. or four but well, probably their five <laughs> best players do play in the nba already it's a global game but now. could you argue that they just still have a little bit more passion from from their because, because of it's a, because 100 100% but we're discussing it today like what's more important i think that the the, the americans will send their number what or their big name guys to the olympics of course they, they will. didn't send them to the world cup they value the olympics more than the world cup i think and they definitely value an nba championship more as well right yeah. or wrongly
2: but i mean that's it it's just going back to rugby what's happened now is um, you talk about these small countries doing well, but that's because a lot of them have piggybacked off the back of the bigger unions. You know, let's be honest, France, France are going well at the moment. How many people, how many, you know, how many Fijians, Samoans, Tongans are all playing in France? Kiwis, how many are playing in France?
1: Argentinians, Georgians. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So yes, you know they're getting the the training, the conditioning, the nutrition, all that stuff. They're getting it outside of their countries, and then they're coming back. You know, Ireland seem to have got their, um, you know, seem to have got their act together. But you're telling me the Irish I haven't a good looked. Good at, point.
1: I haven't think at a good point when you raised it 2015, I think that there was a few other nations that would say they copied New Zealand's platform 101, but they they did in a certain <laughs> degree because France and Ireland are two. It's more than just their national team across the whole platform. Is better, right? Better at grassroots. There's more numbers playing the game. There's better. There's, the administration's better.
2: You see, I, I hate it when people are like, "Oh, yeah, a golfers. Golf is a good one." You know, when you talk about someone like Rory McIlroy, you know, he comes from Northern Ireland. So what's that? A million and a half people, and you're like, "Oh, that's amazing that they can, they can uh, produce a golfer like that." Pack it in. Yeah. He grew up there as a youngster, as a good golfer, and then went to the States, mate. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And 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 that's what that doesn't happen anymore because if you are half decent. As a youngster, you have to go and play at a, a better level, whether that be in the UK, you know, in basketball. If it's in America, like anybody half decent basketball is getting tapped up by to go to a college, aren't they? Uh,
3: they are, but also there's other options like, um, uh, like for example, I used to go. Come the play, to play for Edelbrook, Edelbrook. Grand, Well, Edelbrook, number one, of course. <laughs> the other one was like Gran Canaria, and the, the, in, in Spain they've got academies, and you know that's the way to go. You can go to academies anywhere. There's one kid from Luxembourg. He's gone to a German. I forget which one it is, but he's gone to to live in uh, in a German academy somewhere. He's doing a great job. And that's the way to go. Get out of uh, of places and go and play with the best. That's the only way you're going to get.
1: Best. We had we had a good chat with with Ken Edrish in here a few weeks ago back, or even a month back now, and, and he, he, he was just so fortunate to get these see these young kids playing. Just get out and get that exposure out, out, outside. It. We frequently yeah. talk about it. You know, some of the some of the kids coming through here, you're going to be very proud for this, to have your to the, have your young boys that were. Who was the uh, young fellow Huckle? Is it Huckle that came in here recently? He's just—they're going to be moving to England. The experience that he's going to get over the next couple of years—great opportunity. You
2: know, I think it's one of those. It, it's a bit, bit cliche, but you don't want to. Some people love to win 120 now. Do you know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah. You would rather lose a game by a couple of points, at least have a good old, have a, have a good game of it. But uh, yeah, it's just a different, different mentality, different age or whatever, you know. But it's. um yeah, mate, it's it's funny because it's more and more in, in in all these different sports and you talk about, you know, why these like a great examples of South American football teams why they do so well. They all love coming and back, coming back and playing, you know, for the national team in the World Cups and stuff like that. But don't tell me they've got a brilliant infrastructure in place, all their pros play off all around the world and stuff like that and they're all brought back. Sure. You know. It's sure. so it's more a case of
1: and you yeah. few English that actually gone and played down uh, around James Haskell. He went to he went to Japan, didn't he? He played a season in Japan. I think he had a season with the Highland. Highland. It doesn't. It won't. Marchon Marchand had it, didn't he? he had the current uh, inside centre for, for for England. Is it Marchand? Marchand, He played for the Auckland Blues last year. Marchand, Joe Marchand.
2: Marchand's the hooker. You're thinking of the French okay, hooker. Um, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. But it's it. You, you really only tend to leave when you're not good enough. You know, you don't go at the peak of your powers, do you? Because at at that point when you're young, you're trying to gun, get into the national team. Or, Or
3: unless, like, Saudi Arabia are paying you a fortune.
2: They're trying to really push the
3: basketball now as well, well aren't they? I, I, don't, I haven't heard that too much, but I, I don't see why not. But they're pushing the football. My gosh, the salaries out there is it is it Qatar or Saudi? Saudi,
1: Saudi's Saudi, the yeah. big one at the moment. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's,
3: it's crazy. But we talk about going to play in different countries. So, but also, sport can take you so many just just experiences as well. You know, even if you're not playing at the top level, you can go and see different cultures and go. You, you can travel around the world. You yeah. Know? So I think there's that aspect to it as well. Yeah.
2: Very, very interesting. I think we could go on for hours <laughs> about this.
3: But when, when you when you talk about that, it's it's if
2: you're getting your younger players, if you're part of the bigger picture, of course, you want to get them out there, you know, get them get them playing harder, go and get play against guys who are good because 100%. one or, one or two things will either happen, you go and put your head in the sand and that'll be the end of you, or you'll be like, Right, well let's have another. Yeah. Let's have they another can always come back. Take, yep. the wrist. Take, take the risk, take a wrist. gamble, they can always come back. Now you just you'll me- have him back, would not you, Gav?
1: Yeah, no problem. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just mentioned there before about uh, a bit about the uh, Brazilian football, and it just reminded me of oh, name. Yeah. So me of Neymar didn't interesting, interesting
2: one. So Neymar, um, he's actually surpassed Pele's um, all-time male goal-scoring record uh, in the five-win, uh, five-one win over Bolivia. Yeah, he went into the World Cup qualifying match tied um, with Pele on seventy-seven goals. He missed a penalty, but scored twice in the second half on his 125th appearance. I wonder
1: how many appearances Pelé had for Brazil. Oh, Mate,
2: it wasn't even near 100. I remember talking about Pelé. Would have been Pelé he only played 92 times. 77 goals in 92 appearances. Arguably, obviously he died recently in December there. Um, arguably one of the, the greatest footballers to ever to ever do it um, but interestingly the record for Brazilian uh, football actually belongs to um, a lady called Marta and she scored 122 goals in 189 matches for uh, for Brazil that's some going when you 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 often talk about these greats like Philippe um, Pelé obviously played between 57 and 71 a long time ago how do you think he would do now in the modern game because it's so different isn't it Oh, thanks. so different
3: yeah
1: so hard to it's so hard to it's c- so c- difficult c- c- people yeah. always compare
3: uh, different generations or whatever but it's just different isn't it it's a different game i mean imagine the facilities now those players have ice baths cryogenics all this kind of stuff like it's just different and I mean look at George Best he's probably having a you know a tipple like, at half time it's just different. Yeah. P- players were smoking on the bench for yeah, some countries. Yeah. Sp- <laughs> <'cause it's different. laughs> Speaking,
1: Speaking of yeah, smoking, bit spud, bit spud Webb would have been uh, no, I, <laughs> I, from the halfway line. I don't
2: know why this has popped into my head I was on a when I was at uni and we you get a big big social and used to organize a big bus up to a place called Kelly's which is up on the north coast of Northern Ireland. Big nightclub you're booked in, so you can basically get loose as a goose on the bus on the way up, get in, and then all pile onto the bus and get home. And um, we're on the uh, we're on the way back. Everyone is absolutely steaming. You know, it's half two in the morning. You've got people fighting there, people being sick there. Everything's happening on the bus. Next thing you know, driver's going mental because somebody's smoking. On the bus, and we're like, no, nah, don't be ridiculous, it can't be right. Anyway, one of the French boys who's on doing his firefighting course of all things, he's just sat there, just smoking at the back of the bus. And one of the lads shouts up to him, and he just does that, he just goes,
3: just keeps doing it, just doesn't care, mate. Well, well, we we actually, I was coaching a European Championship once, and I I remember playing against a, I think it was a Portuguese team or French team, I can't quite remember. And I remember walking to the game because we're walking together because we were stationed in the same hotel, and all the players were smoking on the way to the game. And I was like, "We've got these guys." No, we didn't. (laughs) They smoked us. But I just couldn't (laughs) believe, literally literally smoked us. But I couldn't believe that they were just smoking on the way to the game. Yeah, uh, it's di- different times.
1: Yep. Yeah. You see, that it's, it'll be like following the cricket today, Scott. No, England getting pumped again One. New no, Zealand. No, they're not getting pumped at all. It's actually very, very evenly poised right now. So there's got, got the New Zealand are touring England. They've got four T20s tw- uh, and they've got four one-dayers. They drew the 2020s 2-2 two, uh, and uh, New Zealand won the first one-day and it's uh, evenly poised uh, at the moment. I think New Zealand need 119 off 108 balls. So. They'll do it, no good. No, no oh, problem at all, mate. No yeah, problem yeah, at all. don't think so. What about uh, Mo Farah? You see, he ran his final race at uh, the Great North Run, one of the greatest British athletes of all time. He finished fourth in his final race of his career at the Great North Run. Four-time Olympic champion, slipped off the pace early in the famous 3.1-mile uh, race from Newcastle to South Shields. Talking of that, um, I believe... Eddie Howe, the uh, Newcastle manager, put his running shoes on today and run the Great North Run. He's
2: good, isn't he? He's good value because he's just. You have seen the one of? Uh, there's that picture, and it's just a picture of him in like the hoodie, and it's like the PE teacher cheats a bit of geography as well. Or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, you think? You, you, you think of uh, you think of him. Now we predicted it'll be El Kharez Djokovic final in the tennis in the in the men's final.
2: I'll take your word for it, Pete. But yeah, go on.
1: That's what we discussed. We discussed that on Wednesday, on, on Wednesday between things. But actually it wasn't. It was Danny uh, Medvedev who beat El Karez. Oh. So it's tonight at 10 o'clock. So Djokovic, uh, uh, Medvedev's final. Who are we going for? The, the the Russian or are we going for the Serbian? I'll go for the Russian. I have no idea. No idea. I'll
2: go <laughs> Medvedev no, because be of Novak Djokovic. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stick. I can't jump, jump shit. Because he, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't take the, uh, the vaccine, too would obvious. he, back in the day? no
3: rightly or wrongly as it happens today
2: you know we're all the mugs now aren't we Uh, yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. what was that what was that thing you were showing us then just quickly Gav that thing on the Joe Rogan podcast the other day tell us
3: oh you mean about the MNN
2: yes what is it
3: it's like a it's something that basically stops it ageing like um, Cause have you been taking just, it because you no, look no, at it I tell you I, what I that's, it, that's one
2: I,
1: hell of a I, I,
3: tan you've got there are you sure you're not on no no I, I, I looked got at got it, some beds I, looked it mate. <laughs> I think it's only for the rich mate it's a good, like 200 <laughs> bucks a month or something but it is proven by the Harvard professors and stuff that if you take it and you combine it with certain things it can not. it's not going to make you look you know it's not going to make you look amazing but it, it's something I'm not an expert by any means but it kind of slows your ageing of your organs and stuff so you have a biological age say if you're 50 you can this guy this chap who, who invented it whatever, has a biological at age of 30 and it is proven but mate I think it's a lot of money and it's a lot of effort as well so yeah. before um,
1: or after an ice bath ice bath then I in tell you in. what I,
3: I, you know what I didn't do it much when I was playing but an ice bath for me mate you can have a workout you get in a real ice bath and you know 10-20 minutes you come out and you feel gold dust and the next day you're like I felt like I didn't work out I think they're amazing and there's a loads more benefits than that you know the, redu- the reduction of inflammation and things like that and it, 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 it uh, um, what was it uh, brown fat it hits a brown fat, So you can lose a little bit of weight and stuff like
1: that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna hook you up, mate, because I went for a walk yesterday. We're coming, and up, and we're like, coming and up to your a training session, Gav. You put yeah. us
3: through our paces with you.
1: I think that's one of the
3: uh, the selling points. I say you can lose weight and well, yeah, but calories is done in what was it, in heat. So when you lose it, but yeah, I don't know, I'm not sure about that, but we'll see. But it's good, it's very beneficial. Getting a but you don't need to buy an ice bath, just get in the bath cold water. It's like it's fine too. <laughs>
2: Check it up with ice. Um, gents, as always, we're joined by uh, Anthony Perez, who is uh, back. Obviously, he's gonna bring us up to speed with what happened
1: against ice. Iceland. Did a stellar job on our live ticker and on Friday night. And also, I think. Uh,
2: what else is going on in the world of um, the mighty Burgish football? What you got for us, Anthony?
0: Oh, my God. Let's talk. Let's start with Luxembourg, Iceland. Because in the fifth match of the Euro Qualifiers, Luxembourg took Iceland in a sold-out. Start the Luxembourg, even though there were a lot of people. You know, there were some places that were empty, but I would say, like, there were... I don't, I don't remember how many... Uh, the stadium speaker said, but I think it was like 8,000 people there, so was almost full, so there's nothing to complain about. Uh, the FLF team were during, were dominant during the whole game against the weak Iceland side, We got a few occasions, but the defence of our country stayed most of the time concentrated, and if not, it was our goalkeeper, Antony Maurice, who was there to keep the ball out of the net. In the end, goes from Shano from the penalty spot, from Ivandro Borges and Sinani, who secured the third goal one minute after on scored for Iceland, gave Luxembourg the next three points, in total 10, which equals the record for the most points in a single qualifier campaign. The last time they had that many points were in 1996. Wow. Wow, brilliant. So
2: who's left on the... I'm trying, I'm trying to think who's left to play. Slovakia, that's the big uh, one, isn't it? Portugal,
0: obviously. Portugal, away. Away and Ouch. I don't I don't know if you read the news, but Portugal will have to play without their superstar Cristiano Ronaldo, which suspended after getting too many yellow cards. If it's a good news for us, I don't know because. With and without Cristiano Ronaldo, Portugal is still still a strong country. Yeah, yeah. And will be difficult to play, and it it sounds unrealistic to w- to get at least one point against them. But when I was in football, everything is possible. Yeah, I think Luxembourg is not. I mean, country. when you when you get put into those
2: pools, I would say is when they draw it and stuff. There's teams you're thinking. You know, of course, you want to go and be competitive, but like it be class. You play at a packed out place in, again, in Portugal or in Spain. Even going over to the UK, you know what I mean. Getting to the chance to play in front of those big crowds would be uh, be absolutely unreal. But yeah, when you go, Anthony, sorry.
0: And uh, last Friday night, Daniel Zanetti scored his third goal in her, in his last three appearances for Luxembourg, and uh, at the same time, his twelfth international goal in the in his fifty sixth game equals now Francois Müller. Uh, goal record and it's only four goals away to, uh, to equal the 16 goal record for set by Leon Mart and Jason Rodriguez who we are not sure if he's going to called up again by the calls or not who's been called up was Vincent Till who made his comeback for the national team and so, so sorry the last day Rodriguez and who was the other one that left well, Vincent Till. Oh, okay. He's got called up again. He's <coughs> come back for the national team one and a half months after he got suspended by Luke Holtz because he left the national team earlier with no authorization. He came in on the 70th 77th minute for Alessio Corsi, who also had a good performance. I think most of the team had a good performance. I could mention everyone Marvin Martins, Barrero, Nani, Borges. Everyone played good, and the, the win is absolutely deserved. What do you
2: think will happen with Rodriguez? He's not he's not coming back in, I don't think, is he? I
0: I, I heard the press conference, and it was like when phone phone. Versantil, the player apologized and was sorry for what he did, and then he's gonna give everything for his country again. And with Sasuke because it's like more complicated because it's not it was not the first time he behaved like this. So I don't know, maybe we will time will tell if he will come back or not. At the moment he's injured. He injured himself uh, in Turkey. So we don't know how it's gonna continue. Maybe maybe in one year, in a few months, we don't know so, when he's gonna come uh, back. More clubs in Tiger yeah. Woods. Who was um
1: so who was uh let's talk sport player of the match?
0: Oh, let's talk sport player of the match. I would say I will pick between Barreiro and Marvin Martins play. Because Barreiro was everywhere. He was in every action. It was crazy how good he played. So let's let's say Leandro Barreiro. Yeah, uh, well, done. thank you uh, thank you. And any other uh
1: have you been watching any other internationals this weekend?
0: Uh international games. Yeah. I'm lucky I didn't have to watch Germany or Italy because <laughs>
1: Yeah, Germany
0: lost
2: well, 4, so, four one, I read. Germany, right. Do you know
0: that they sacked their trainer now, Hansi Flick? That's boss, right. Boss.
1: I, I, I see that. And uh, who's coming to replace... Uh, He's uh, the first
2: head coach to be sacked since 1926 in
0: Germany. It's kind of crazy. Well, the national team, there In yeah. Germany, Germany. That's mentioned. Well, for the past four you got
2: past you got to look at that. you got to look at that and think, if you get that German national team job, that's got to be... That's a good job to get because if they've they don't sack you for the sake of it they sort of back you a little bit whereas mm. everywhere else seems to be ruthless you know you lose a couple of games and you're you're out the yeah. back door
0: I, f- I think like the board is not patient enough I don't know Yeah, like wh- who's going to replace him who's actually better than Hansen well, at the moment they've got Rudy Voller he
1: managed the team from yep. 2000 to 2004 so he's got the temporary charge but again yeah who are they who are they going to get back can they get Jürgen Klopp
0: I don't know. No chance. I, 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 I don't see him coming now, no, to be honest. But coming back to Luxembourg, our under-21 and under-17 uh, national teams also played this week. Our under-17 played two friendlies against Montenegro. The first game ended with a 3-1 loss before they got their revenge and won 1-0. The under twenty one side managed to defeat Northern Ireland 1-0 and grabbed the first three points in this Euro Qualifiers campaign. And finally, this season of the Women's League finally started and the first division has been, let a reminder, reduced to 10 teams for the first time since 2016. Four games have been played on this Saturday evening. At first, after a disappointing season, Anton WMG wants to play for the top five again. Their 4-1 win against Peterbourg, who, as a reminder, let 14 players go this season, seems to be a good debut. For Jürgen Linster, the season starts well uh, is, <laughs> For Jung Lister, the season starts well. Uh, too, after their defeat against after the, after their win against Tiferos 2-0, thanks to Lea Foguera and Rafael, Ram, Rafaela Moreira. Mama crushed Rossport 10-nil on this first match day, and Amy Thompson started the season where she ended with 5 goals already on her account. Will she break the goal records? We don't know. And Dikirsch lose surprisingly high against L with a scoreline of 5-0. Johanna Koenig was the player of the game with a hat-trick. And I knew I would finish a bit earlier, so I wrote some uh, scores down, which happened in the other leagues. We've got Berbusch against Midanach, And you know, football can be very cruel because... Babush were twinned behind, and then they came back. Like a derby, wouldn't it? These guys are pretty much next to each other. Wow. I don't know. You know, I'm kind of in geography, so even in Luxembourg, uh, Babush came back after it's only him, about mate. three communes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> They were two 0 behind, came back to 3-3 and you know football is very cruel because after uh, getting back, they conceded in a last minute and lost actually 4-3. All his efforts for like nothing. That's so cruel.
2: It is what it is,
0: mate. Then in the first round of the Coupe de Luxembourg, we've got Bifa against Kalen, and uh, Beaver was actually four, uh, was winning 4-0 at half time, and in the end, they lost 6-4. <laughs> I don't know what happened but it's like, it's like kind of strange. Now he, the first time you're dominating you're you, you 4-0 up how can you manage to these lose? interesting
1: things happen right here right
0: then we've got Sheer against Colmar Bears and I wrote this game down just because of the score which ended 9-3 not very usual and uh, let's mention uh, one last game in the Second division, so the Ere Promotion, Marmar against Hostart, and I had to mention Hostart because they scored a late goal in the 97th minute thanks to a direct free kick from Thibaut Makar. Hostart will celebrate their second win in a row uh, this season. Uh, little remember... He's coming home. ...when they won last uh, last uh, last week against Lowenstweiler. It was their first win since December 2022. Jesus. And that's it from Let's First notice. I
1: tell you what, Let's First so I'm going to give you some information. Tomorrow night, Stad Municipal In uh, Differdange, England under 21s Versus Luxembourg Under 21s we got uh, I mean there's some Class players That are all playing In the Premier League They're going to be In uh, Differdange tomorrow night There
2: You go Might down, get down for a nose If you fancy it I'm sure yep. there'll be
1: A few snoops are you, are you, People snooping you, you around You think about heading down I mean you got some Quiet. Class players In uh, Differdange England under 21s I, wor- I don't know, I don't know if, Be worth a look Be worth a look I'm
0: going to have time But I'll, we'll see We'll see
2: but um thank you as always, uh Anthony. Keep us up to speed and you know, Luxembourg, really get, really, I don't want to tempt fate getting very close to hopefully kicking onto something better. That'd oh, be, uh, so, be so awesome, well. wasn't it? So so well. Um great to great to see Gav, um just uh Coming back to you, I love talking about a bit of controversy on this. Have we got any other ones we're going to chuck in there just before we finish up?
1: He's always trying to catch me out. He's trying to catch you <laughs> He's always up. trying to get me in trouble.
2: See, I told you be in good form coming on now, here today. I'll tell right? you
1: who is in trouble. Um, Helmut Marco from the Red Bull team. He's what? had to apologise to Sergio Perez for his... Um, of his what did he his, his say? Season. OK, I'll tell you what he said. He says, we know that... Um, because he's an international figure, international figure, he's got obviously loads of cash, and he's actually the guy that chooses the drivers with Verstappen and Perez. Right. And he says, well, we know that um, Perez has problems in qualifying. He has fluctuation in forms. He's South American, and he's just not as completely focused in his head as Max Verstappen or Sebastian Vettel were. To dig his hole even further, he said, oh, it wasn't meant that way. I meant that that a Mexican has a different mentality than a German or a Dutchman. Digging holes or digging holes? I mean... I mean, can't say anything these days. I mean, (laughs) it's one thing over the the barbecue to say, "Hey, I'm 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 Latin. I'm a bit I'm a bit I'm a bit loud." That's one thing to say, but I'm not defending him at all because it's just when
3: you're when you're at that position, you could be. Like more intelligent squeaky to do clean. that, right? Squeaky it was squeaky. Clean. Yeah. but nobody knows what he was actually thinking and what he meant. Because you know, so I always give the guy a benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? But it was pretty silly to say something. Why mention it? It doesn't. I, I, I totally um, agree.
1: I, I totally agree with you. I I, I am one hundred percent sure that he didn't really mean what he what he meant. Mm. But, but but why say it? But why why yeah. say yeah. it? You, you have to like you, we were talking about the football guy. you like uh, given a case, earlier, right? Wide, wide, you have wide.
3: to be. If you're in that position, you just have to be squeaky clean. Can't yeah. can't yeah. go wrong. I, I think
2: it, it's one it's one of those things where when you talk about all the, all those professional sportsmen, they like, said, look, you know, the ultimate lifestyle, but you know, you get paid a lot of money. But if you're you cho- You do ultimately choose that career path. So you have to take all the other stuff that comes with it, and if 100%. that means how you change your lifestyle, like I read about uh, Messi. What you get paid for right? I read, about, yeah, I read about Messi when he went to um, Miami. When he went to, into Miami, apparently the the there were pictures of him out shopping in, mm. you know, and apparently that was all set up just to look like he was out and about. But you know, he's obviously someone who keeps his image, squeaky, you know, squeaky clean, because he doesn't. You know, the easiest way to avoid all that is don't put yourself in that situation. No,
3: absolutely not. And today, it will never go away because of the internet. Like, yeah. to, you know, 20 years ago, it's all right. But now it will never... If you do something wrong, it's there forever. Yeah. But just don't be stupid. But the problem You don't, you don't want
1: to be doing a Catamans. You know Catermans, the rugby league story? No. Okay. Was it, well, Westerfield, was it? Oh, Westerfield. Was it That's Westerfield, was it? You don't know that story? No. <laughs> go and have a look up at no, time, the No, go on, tell us it. No, oh, the, 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 tell t- me, the Tigers yeah. was like pre, pre-season last year of the, of the rugby league in the, in, in the north. And he was out, uh, yeah, out, out a little bit late in... Didn't go back home to his wife, and mm. yeah, some guy down the alley saw her had a had a picture of him. But move on. Mm. Let's up. Uh, it's time to close. The, well, wrap up the show, low, can't we? Um,
2: as always, a huge thank uh, thank you to the army of volunteers out there who uh, who make our uh, sporting world tick. You can check out the rest of the team tomorrow uh, from uh, little from six o'clock. You have got Sam Steen show. You've then got the Lunchbox at twelve um, with Stephen Stepslow And don't forget Melissa Dalton and the Home Stretch. Nathan, have I forgot anything there, mate? No,
1: I think that's everything. Thing. who we got on um, who's coming in on Wednesday got a guest we triath- I think we're about time to go to triathlon Ooh, haven't we we've
2: got to have a look yeah we've got one of our triathlon guys on haven't we yeah good we're trying to crack into this world of cycling these guys seem pretty untouchable,
1: untouchable yeah,
2: moment. yeah we've got a guy called Luke Weiss coming in so there you go looking forward to, to it. it but yeah gents thanks a lot um, until next week it is Cheer.
0: Cheer. Cheer. cheers cheers Championship final, Michael Van Gerwen is on a data in the world final and just misses double twelve. 12, over
3: to you Michael Smith. One man misses, does the other man get? I've never seen the like.
0: Let's talk sport with
2: RTL Today Radio.